Hey, bro, don't forget, it ain't the first 48, bro. It's 60 minutes, bro. We heard a whole lot of lip service, but hey, anybody can do that. But between them lines, come with the king. Best not best. Even the score now. We need to score now. Back on that wall, when you hear that call, you know it's going down. We play from beginning to end, and you know how we finish. Turn to the bank, gotta handle our business. We need the ball, so it's time to go get it. Play with your heart when you hit, make me feel you win. You know I'm with. You come to the bank and get out of line, we sending a blitz. Say, who you with? You know I'm with. That purple and black, and when we attack, you know what it is. Mm. You're not locked in Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. It's a special one this week. It's episode 98. Before we get to the main event, we'll do the appetizers. Shout out to Travis Jones, rocking 98 now. Dallas, a grand's favorite defensive lineman, nose tackle, big baby, Brandon Williams. But we, we know who 98 is. The Baltimore, that 98 was Tony Siragusa, the goose. And shout out to him. Shout out to his aviation group, gooseflights.com. I don't know the drink specifically. I went on their bay. It's, it's an aviation group. I think it's tight, tight, Titan Aviation Group, I believe, is the, the backer. Yes. Titan, Asi- Titan Aviation Group. Goose Flights is the beer. We have the kid who doesn't drink doing a beer ad read, which is a great move on our end. But yeah, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, Goose, Goose Flights <laughs> is the beer, and Titan Aviation is his aviation group. So they help sick kids. Shout, shout out to the Titan Aviation Group for providing emergency medical transportation accommodations for people with bone cancer and things that are worse. So shout out to bone cancer because that just sucks. But hey, here we go. Episode 98, Zone 32 Podcast. We got a full crew tonight. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Trippy. His name is motherfucking Grant. Say what's up to the people. Uh, fuck y'all. No. Yeah. I mean, all, trippy. The, all, all the reason why I'm saying fuck y'all, blame John Harbaugh, because I'm still upset, because uh, we're supposed to be celebrating right now. You're Super fucking right. We should, we should be. Hey, congrats instead, to uh avid listener of Vision Listing. You gotta watch a fucking quarterback that sound like fucking Kermit the Frog talk about how he won his third fucking Super Bowl. I'm just pissed off, man. Shit crazy. The only oh, person I'm happy Lamar, for the only, only person I'm happy for is Taylor Swift. My girl Taylor Swift. No. The only person I'm happy for is VD. Taylor Swift, yeah. the only thing that's enjoyable about yeah, that woman is that meat can cartoon where she turns into some kind of eldritch creature. Man, Otherwise, Taylor Swift. Yeah, oh, there's no, nothing, nothing enjoyable. Literally, though. Swift. Shout out yeah, to Taylor Swift. I mean, we called, she's a good, yeah, Super Bowl. She did. I mean, we called it though, like you know, we said whoever was going to win the AFC was going to win it all. And, I mean, that yeah, I was, and Chris Jones even said after the game they beat the best team with the Ravens. So, like, he's right. Yeah. You know, shout out, shout out to pending, pending free agent Chris Jones. Um, has a yeah. has an has an existing affinity for crab cakes. So, and for all y'all motherfuckers, talk. About we need Chris Jones. How the fuck we gonna sign Chris Jones and Matter BK? Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Trippy, oh, trippy. Oh, it's it's not, it's not, it's not our money. It's not our money. So all we have to do is tell Steve to spend his money and figure it out. They pay, they pay. They pay easy nope. to figure out the cap, and Steve's got all the money, so they Ooh, can. Don't you on the line though? Oh my god, that shit would be crazy. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd yeah. be a cheat code. Mm. Well, we just make the suggestions. We don't actually have to do any of the work behind making those suggestions a reality. So that's the that's great right. part about a fan, you know. You can say yeah. dumb shit like, "Oh, EDC's in a rock and a hard place because he's, you know, got a big cap hit for Lamar." But um, the reality is, none of us know shit. So we're just going to say what we want yeah. to happen, and then you know, go from there. 
and they get mad when it doesn't happen. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. It's all good. But anyway, so there was no real Ravens news that just transpired, but the Super Bowl did just happen. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won their third Super Bowl in five years. Myself, Drew, and Lil Key, I'll call that correctly, never bet on Kyle Shanahan. The man gets cute. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was choking. Sorry, I was choking in honor of Kyle Shanahan. That too. He is, he is a notorious choke artist. So, I mean, that is what it is. Will, that was silly of you. I understand. The Niners are a good team and everything, but see, the problem is, is Will's never. Will's Will's logic was correct. Is that if they kept running, they kept running the ball with McCaffrey, like they they could have won that game. But you put yeah. the ball in Brock Purdy's hands too much, and you don't win the game because you McCaffrey have McCaffrey touched the ball play. thirty times, and he had one hundred and sixty yards and a touchdown. And if they had just kept putting the ball in his hands, yeah, yeah. he 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 would have continued to put up yards and score score touchdowns. It's just oh. it defies logic that you don't yeah. keep giving him the ball. Also, early fuck on, George Kittle. yeah, um, just, right, fuck Kittle. Fuck George Kittle. Anyone who keep any these people who who keep continuing saying that George Kittle is a better player than Mark Andrews. And honestly, at this point, if you say George Kittle is better than Isaiah Likely, you are lying. He is, is not. Is, oh, Charlie Kohler, is Charlie Kohler better than George Kittle? That's the real question. I mean, mm, I think so. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure George Kittle drives a nicer car than than uh, Charlie oh, Kohler. Listen, you, you, I'm going to be real with you. That's right? about it. George Kittle is not a bad tight end, but he gave me more of a Nick Bull Type he he was he was he a very that's all he, he does is very good yeah. like he at this point like can the Ravens sign him and he can play left tackle or can uh, he play guard? Yeah, I mean he he flashes, but he's great <laughs> in the run game. He's great as a blocker, and yeah. I mean yeah. you can point your finger to a lot of things in that game, and you know I think one of the key moments was that muff punt, and it was it wasn't even a muff punt. Like and as a you know and the punt return team like you got to know man you got to know where you're at on the field you got to know where your returner is you got to listen to your returner you're telling them to get away but it's just like chiefs have shit like that that just goes their way game after game after game and it's like they made a deal with the devil or something well and then you had that whole thing that came out afterwards that they weren't prepared for the overtime rules and then you had shanahan say that you know he basically wanted to get the ball third which is fine but you have to put up seven the first time Right, like you're taking the ball first against Patrick Mahomes. You have to put up seven. You can't well, settle for three. How do you, how do you force him to thinking, kick three? And if you're thinking you the want other. the ball third, you have to put put up seven too. Like you, yeah, you know. right. You cannot take the ball first against the Chiefs and not put up seven because if your entire goal is to put up seven, have them answer with seven, and then you win on a field goal, that's fine. That's probably the you know like you can plan to score seven and then hold them, but you know you have that fallback option. You cannot settle for three. You cannot get into the red zone and then sputter out. And this is what Kyle Shanahan does all of the time in all of his big games is that he holds a double-digit lead at some point, and then he shits down his leg, and they lose. And it's just like it's the same shit over and over again with him. And, again, like Will said, McCaffrey touched the ball 30 times, had 160 yards. Like, just keep giving him the fucking ball. They had no answer for Christian McCaffrey. And, and I do want to give credit to Spags too, man. He he called a pretty good game, and he did great dialing up his blitzes and the way that he sent the five and six man pressures in different situations. And when he he needed to he needed to at the end of the game, at the end of a, or their drive in overtime when they got the field goal, and he wasn't afraid, and he was in the red zone sending six man pressures, and that takes Kahuna's man, and you know that's kudos to him, man. He called a good, he called a good game at the end. 
Bags is like um, he he is smart enough to know that Kyle Shanahan or that Harbaugh is going to do something stupid and to take advantage of it. Call him like Shao Kanik. Shao Kanik. Uh, Shanahan. Shao Kanik. Kyle Shanahan. There we go. I was like, what the fuck are you there trying to say? My bad. I can't even get it out. <laughs> 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 hey, name a bigger, name a more epic battle. Should be saying Shanahan or no, he's saying Shanahan can't because you know he can't can't win the big one. It took, it took it took a little bit to get there, but I I caught on to what he was trying to say. But in all seriousness, like it's it's every time like Steve Spagnuolo seems to have that defense in the right situation for when you know he's going to you know the defense or the offense is going to shit down their leg, and he just always seems to have the right play call. Like I, I don't know if he's got like a sixth sense for that or whatever, but it just it always seems to happen. And so, yeah, I mean, credit to him, but it's just – every year it's the same thing with Shanahan, and every year the Chiefs seem to be the ones who benefit from it when they're in Super Bowl. It's fucking annoying. And he I think that – um, He probably wasn't expecting us to completely abandon the run either. I think I at think, some point he had to be like, they're going to abandon the run. I mean, we I saw a stat like they had less than five guys in the box for, I don't know, it was like 40 snaps, and we still threw the ball 37 times against that front. So like at some point he had to be he had to be sitting on the sideline fucking laughing at us, being like, "Look at these fucking morons!" And I'm sure he was doing the same thing as Shanahan. Like, "Look at this fucking idiot playing right into my hands." It, it's absurd to me. I mean, if I wasn't a Ravens fan, I would have been laughing. Yeah, I think I think that punt that 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 punt that my punt really fucked them up for real for real. Like, yeah, yeah, that was the I momentum. Mean, like, if you look at it, like I thought the dude like. Touch the ball, but to be honest with you, it hit the foot. The dude, like the player foot, and I'm like, damn, like that's just like ball bounced like, the right f- way. The Chiefs took advantage. Yeah, but that's, you feel me? That's, like that's the same shit that just... used to happen with the Patriots back in their you know dynasty runs. Is that like there would be that one break every game where the ball just bounced their way for whatever fucking reason, and they would always make it hurt. Yeah, yeah. just just like how when Zay Flowers fumble, I feel like that was their. Point, you know what I mean? Like the yeah, that was the nail the, in the, our coffin. Yeah, the nail know. in the coffin, and I felt like that muff punt was the nail in the coffin because all they had to do was score. That's all they had to do was score, and well, then they scored, look, and then boom, and shit you started look at a lot of that drain. stuff. And that that stuff doesn't really happen to a lot of people. like like the breaks that they get, maybe here and there, but man, the consistency of them is just. So I wonder wow. if it's that those breaks happen and other teams just don't take advantage of it. Like if that muff punt didn't turn out in points, I don't think we'd remember it. You know what I mean? So it's almost like you remember it more because the Chiefs are the team that, you know, has that ball bounce their way and then actually does something with it. I don't know how much of it is that and how much of it is that they have a horseshoe up their ass. I really couldn't tell you what the, you know, the splits were on that. I don't think they got a horseshoe up their ass. But look, yeah, we I got, mean, but but we got we like because I've been I've been hearing people ask this question like they say like especially like Raven fans they keep saying yo we need an offensive minded coach but it seems like the offensive minded coach be doing a lot of dumb shit lately if you ask me it, it, the the reality is is that we need a coach who's not gonna fucking shit down his leg in the big moment like that's that's what we're lacking I don't care if he's an offensive coach defensive coach special teams coach uh fucking you know sideline cheerleader just when the moment gets that big, don't fuck it up. Don't do something fucking stupid. Man, that seems Andy to be what we're lacking. And I mean, and I still Andy... really used to believe that uh, that Munkin changed his game plan that much. I still think Harbaugh had some like more to do with that than anything. And I'll of course he did. It, we know, you know he did because everything yeah, well, go mean, through him that, first. That was uh, I couldn't tell you what day of the week that that was. You know, talked about of. Uh, the Chiefs just got gashed by the Bills on the ground, and they know we're a better ground team, and they're going to stack the box against us. 
So we should throw the ball all over them. And, you know, they found Zay on that first drive wide open and they're like, yep, this is exactly how it's going to work. And then it just, it stopped working and there was no adjustment. Well, also let's be clear that Zay touchdown was on play action. Yeah. It was on the threat of a run. And right. so you had them bite on it. And, and they barely ran, over. they barely ran play action all game. So like, it was just, it, it, again, the chiefs seem to be the team that, and we said it before that game, like, don't give them windows. Don't give them an opportunity. And we gave well, them plenty of fucking opportunities. Yeah. 49ers gave them plenty of fucking opportunities. Got to give Andy, Andy Reid credit And, and they gave us they plenty of opportunities, too. And we lost. It, like, one of the things you got to give Andy, Andy Reid credit for is they don't change who they are. No matter what the circumstance, no matter where they are at in standings, no matter where they're at within a game, they don't deviate too far from their game plan. They come prepared, and they don't change who they are. I think at some point Andy Reid had has gotten smart enough to realize I have this Patrick Mahomes guy under center. I should probably let him do what he wants and, you know, gets out of his own way and doesn't try to outthink everybody. Early in his career, that was his problem when he was with the, yeah. you know, um, with the Eagles and even the early years with the Chiefs. It was, uh, I'm Andy Reid. I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm going to run these crazy offensive plays and we're going to beat you with that. And the reality is like, Trick plays don't work all the time. You know, your your fucking weird offensive schemes don't always work out. But if you have a, a Patrick Mahomes on your team and you just trust him to get the job done, you're going to win nine times out of ten. But that's how I feel about Shanahan. I feel like he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. I think he outthinks himself the majority of the time, and that's when he has these collapses. Yeah. And, a big moment. And he knows and, he's a great offensive mind. We all know that. And But I think he just sometimes just outdoes himself. Right, but he does it, it – it's the same. It, it does it every time he's in that spot. And so, like, we can have the argument that, you know, it took Andy Reid 20 years to break that break that cycle. And so if we're talking in – what is Shannon in year five, year six of head coach, I think? What was it, 2017 yeah. was his first year? So if we're talking in 2037, he finally breaks through? Yeah, cool. But, like, there's a lot of time between now and 2037. He like, probably I, I would, only be, He probably don't be coaching in the NFL by then. I saw some article saying that, like, he needs a change of scenery, which is whatever. But, like, who wants to wait that long for this guy to figure out that, like, you know, you're daddy's little nepotism kid and that's why you have a job and stop stop getting in your team's way. Like, stop, stop choking double-digit leads. I mean, I still, I still wouldn't, like, blame majority of the game on him, though, because, like, still, don't forget you got Christian. He fumbled. You get what I'm saying? Then you had uh, – Brock, he do yeah, a couple but the ducks. Chiefs, the Chiefs didn't do anything after that McCaffrey fumble. The one that the took whole, advantage the whole of was thing the is that yeah, you right, you right, you right. We you right. we we get on Harbaugh's case correctly all the time for you know your team constantly makes these mistakes, constantly puts themselves in a losing situation, and you don't calm the ship. And Shanahan does not have that ability to like calm people down. He gets that double digit lead. He gets too cute thinking he's going to add on a lead, and it just it ends up fucking them in the end. Instead of just normal, basic, fundamental football, you know, not muffing punts, running the ball when it works. And we were having this argument before the podcast. If it's not third, if you run that ball on that third and four and it's fourth and one, you probably go for that if you're the 49ers. And maybe you score a touchdown there. And then we're talking about a third possession overtime and Jake Moody kicks a game-winning field goal. You never know. But because you didn't run the ball, you're, you know, fourth and four and you think that you got to take the field goal there. And that's why you lost. You put faith in your defense that you shouldn't have had, and shit went wrong. I mean, you don't put the ball in Mahomes' hands with a, ch- with a chance for him to win the game. That should be like 
coaching 101 walking in the Super Bowl is you do not put the game in Patrick Mahomes' hands. And he did that. The missed the blocked extra point fucked things up too. Bad. That too. But yeah, I mean, so like shit like that I happens. Mean, special, so that just shows you how important special teams is at all levels. Yeah, it is because that's how you get yourself in these situations where, you know, inches matter and fucking play calls matter and why it's a close game is because you fuck up on special teams. And when you're not playing a, you know, clean game and you're making mistakes, like you, you got to, you know, settle things down and write the ship for lack of a better term. My parlays got so fucked up. So nothing would nothing would have hit no matter what because of fucking asshole George Kittle and his two catches for four yards. But I had um, I had it a couple different ways, but George Kittle fucked everything up, to be honest. The big and and, you know, I had a late money line bet I put in that got fucked. And that was 100 percent Kyle Shanahan's fault. Well, was I going to bring that up? But it was 100 percent your fault. That game went the way it did. It, it turned downhill quickly, <laughs> quickly after you said that. Man, what's his name? Whatever, Rice, the dude, Rice, number four, man. He fucked my parlay up, man. Yeah, oh, Rushy Rice. Yeah, missed it by one yards, yard. Yeah, I had and that. I missed too. it by one fucking yard. Yeah. Like, I, had a, crazy. I had a parlay missed by a half yard for Purdy because I took over 12 and a half rushing yards. He only had 12. Um, Kittle <laughs> fucked me a bunch of ways. But yeah. you know what, though? I should have just went with my regular. So, because I had a part, I, I kept saying I like both quarterbacks for over 250. Of course, Christian to score, uh, Travis Kelsey over 60 yards. Uh, well, Kelsey uh, fucked a lot of people too by not scoring, Chris, yeah. But yeah. see, no, yeah, but not, yeah, on, on, on this party, I wasn't gonna put them on there. You feel me? I was just gonna put like basic shit on there. They even, um, Kyle Hushek for a uh, reception. You feel me? Like, yeah. oh, that shit. Damn, yo. Yeah, you sent me one, and I forgot to tell you on it. How'd that do? Uh, I think it hit, but I ain't even place it. Oh, damn. If, yeah, if I, had I, D, I wanted to tell it. D, if it had Debo rushing yards on there, it didn't hit. I'm, I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it But I did have another one without Debo, because I kept thinking, like, man, should I take Debo and put Watson on it? And Watson hit, but Debo I didn't have any rushing yards, did he? I ain't placed the two. I think he had shit. negative one. He had negative one. McDuffie. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, okay. All right. McDuffie had him in a box all game. Yeah. The clamps! It had over, he had over, you had it over 16 and a half rushing yards. So that wouldn't have hit, but the rest of it, it looked good. It, it looked good. He had uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire over six and a half rushing yards. That Elijah didn't happen. It didn't? Oh, yeah, that ain't happening. No, Clyde, Clyde Pitt played three snaps and had one touch for zero. Oh, yards. shit. My bad. Uh, I thought Eli- you had Elijah Mitchell on it, though, right? Yeah, Elijah Mitchell over four and a half. He definitely went yeah, over four and a half. Oh. Uh, MVS, see, like, see, like MVS the, over 18 and a half. That definitely went went over, right? Yeah, that hit. Yeah. yeah. check over four and a half receiving yards. That that went over. Yep, way over. Yeah. And, Motherfucker and, had like 30-something yards. Yeah, and Debo and that over, was plus over 16 and a half rushing. So, I mean, it, it, it was a it was a very tempting parlay. I'm, I mean, whatever. At that point, every, everything I bet didn't hit. And then the, the cherry on top was the that fucking money line bet that I placed. That And... To be fair, that was not necessarily an impulsive bet. I planned on betting the 49ers money line at that number all week. I just it was when I was gonna put it in. And I was I was waiting to get it. I was waiting for the for the right what time. What you quoted it? What'd you, you get it? Like what was it? Like my was plus 
something. Did you get a plus money or minus money? I got minus money on it. Yeah. Now I should have waited because the whole time they was minus the whole time. I know that's what, and I was, I was, so I put it in when I did. Cause I was like, I don't think I'm going to get it any better than this. Cause yeah. they were, they were winning by three points. Yo, so the chief shit was looking good. Yeah, I think at one I, time I, saw I wish I had like waited. I wish I had waited like two more minutes because if I had bet it when they were when it was tied, I probably would have got it at like plus one ten or something, you know? Yeah, because I had the Chiefs plus one fifteen, but I bet that at kickoff. Um yeah. and then I had over forty. So. But at the same time, who cares? It would have lost the same amount of money. So, either way. so did you yeah. hey Drew, did you take a live bet when they was like plus like three something? No, like, I was in somebody's I was in somebody's fucking basement. I couldn't get service. So that's what the fuck I wish I would have did. Because when I did the yeah. live bet, everything... Too bad you weren't in an attic. Rasheed, yeah. You would have had service in the attic. Yes, I would have, but uh, I didn't go because, you know, the Ravens didn't make the fucking Super Bowl, so... <sighs> fucking, you know, again, Ravens this fucking was our be over year. It was. This was our was. fucking year, man. Now we got to have a long off-season. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy. So do we want to get into the start of our long off season here? I feel like yeah, we, we should. Uh, we need to because last week, we have, last we have a semi serious. We have a semi serious topic to cover. No, so. it's a very serious topic. And last week we had plenty to talk about with it, but we didn't talk about it because it nothing wasn't, was public yet. It wasn't public, right? And really, the only thing I think that we really need to talk about with it, we can say what it is because it's public. The Zay Flowers news that there's an. It, a multi-state investigation, right? That yep. there he's been accused by his girlfriend of domestic violence. And okay, so I want to stop you there because has he actually been accused of domestic violence, or has he been linked to a domestic violence incident? He has. Okay, Link- so he has been accused by her publicly of it, and, and um, he's been accused by her by other people. And that's where yeah. I'm going with this. Okay, yeah. so. This is what this is where I want to this is why I want to talk about it, because you and I have been probably the most vehement. um, I wouldn't even say like supporters or defenders of Zay because we don't know what happened. But I I mean, I could I could just tell you by, you know, like looking at this, the story that originally came out seems to be a crock of shit. Um, And it's because. It's it's how it was broken, and it was who broke it, and it was why they broke it, and it just none of the shit adds up to me. So I want to say a couple things. So here I have a big problem with people who get information. You and I get information a lot. Yeah, I don't run with most of it. No, you and I get a lot of information. Trippy, you get information for people a lot, and we don't go on the internet and tell people about it. We don't tweet it. We don't go on the podcast and talk about it. Because a lot of the time it's not true. A lot of the time it's people who like, you know, it, it's somebody who comes to us and they think that we'll just say anything because, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I got a lot of attention because I said I bought tickets for $73,000. I said that as a joke. Like I wasn't, you know, like <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't lying. I, t- I said a fucking joke and then it, it, it like took off. Right. Like, so like we say things to be funny. Like I wouldn't say something to be funny about Zay flowers and his girlfriend having a domestic violence. That's not fucking funny. Right. Right. So like, I don't play with people's lives and uh, these two people, Tyler, I'm saying their fucking names, Tyler Sperry and Ryan McCarthy are their names. Tyler Sperry is this fucking dork on Twitter. 
Um, he's the first guy who started spreading rumors around on Twitter. And the guy, Ryan McCarthy, is the guy who on Facebook was spreading it around. And there's some other guy who was like um, spreading shit from Discord. And it, But it's all linked back to the same two guys. So Ryan McCarthy is the guy who was verbatim sharing information. He claims... It was coming from his friend who's a Baltimore County police officer who was at the scene responding to a domestic violence call. Now, that is already proven to be bullshit. There was a call. Right. There was a call placed on the morning of January 16th by what we know we now know was a female who it is very likely was Zay Flowers girlfriend at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. on January 16th. That's a Monday, I believe. Tuesday um, morning. A Tuesday morning. So um, she was crying and she said it was not an emergency. The police responded to the call because it was a troubling call, I guess. They went out, responded. They, were, they weren't responding to any threat of violence or an ongoing, uh, you know, situation. It was just a troubling call. Um, she didn't even give an address. It was just that the, so they, 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 geo, they geolocated her phone right. allegedly to that area. Right. And, exactly. Yeah. So they responded basically to like a distress call. And when they got there, they talked to her. No, they took a report based on a distress call. There was no report or, or charge or anything like that filed about domestic violence or anything like that. That's what happened. Now, the Baltimore County police officer who was being quoted by Ryan McCarthy on Facebook allegedly said he was there and saw or was told that Zay Flowers' brother was waving a gun around outside the house. That's bullshit because if that happened, he would have been arrested, number one. Um, We would have known about this, right? When it happened, not weeks after the fact. Yeah. Um, if Zay were involved, he certainly would not have played in a fucking football game. Um, a few two days later, games. right. Two football games. Cause that happened before the Texans game. And yeah. then also obviously before the AFC championship game. Um, so then after that, the day after that, actually not the day after that, I'm sorry, a week plus after five, days. That, five days, five days, five days after that, the 16th. 21st, she filed a police report with the Acton, Massachusetts Police Department. Right. So she went back um, to Boston. And, and I, want, I just want to say, anybody telling you that they have seen that police report or have some kind of inside information on that police report, I would take anything that they say cautiously because Massachusetts enacted a law in 2014 that you basically can't share you know, the contents of that report with anybody. That yeah. it's on a need-to-know basis until charges are filed. So if anybody is walking around telling you I've seen that report, I would be very cautious in believing them. The only people who have seen that report are police the officers Act- who are assigned the to that case. Took her statement. Right. The the Acton police officers who are assigned to that case and the Baltimore County police officers who are who are assigned to that case. That those are the only people who have seen it. So, and then I would I guess possibly bad actors inside of the Baltimore County police department who may have uh, gotten their hands on it and then shared it. I, I don't know, maybe, but I, I doubt that. Or maybe someone, it maybe people are talking inside the department. I don't know. I have talked to people who um, have knowledge of the investigation, not who have seen the, the file, anything like that, but who have more information than the public. And they said leaks happen and you don't know where they come from. 
um, but they happen, you know, all the time. And it's really hard to trace back where they come from. So, you know, who knows? But the information coming from Ryan McCarthy and Tyler Sperry, who are the information that's come from the same place, um, it's compromised information. That's that's the best I can label it. So, I mean, I can't say it's bullshit as much as I can say it's compromised. I, I mean, I don't know how, how well you can trust it just because um, – there was no there. There was no what they're saying. A police officer who was at the scene saying there's a Zay Flowers brothers waving a gun around this, that and the other thing. If that was a statement given at the time that they responded to that house, there's no way she would have then left the state of Maryland, gone to Massachusetts and file, filed a report. That just wouldn't have happened. They would have pursued Zay Flowers brother at the time that she gave that statement. There would have been no need for her to go to Massachusetts to file the report that then was shared with Baltimore County. There would have been no need for a second report so there's a lot it's a convoluted situation um the fact that we're almost a month removed from the incident and no charges have been filed against anyone raises a lot of questions as to what kind of evidence is there that anything happened in the first place um these are really young people in a relationship um who knows you know if it was an argument a breakup happened and there's some hurt feelings and you know how do you hurt someone who has a, a big public profile? You make accusations against them in public. I don't know. You know, so that's where it stands. My big thing is I don't like people who get information before it's public and then they go put it out there because then you have the court of public opinion making judgments against people uh, when you don't have any verified or credible information to base your opinion on. That's what I don't like. So Drew has disappeared. Uh uh, you know, I assume he's got something he's handling in his household. But what do you guys have to say? Man, on that situation, I don't know, bro. I just mind my business. I mean, I still read up on shit, but like I said, I don't know what happened. I don't try to get into it. Like as soon, like I said, like you said, we've been new, we've been heard about it, but as soon as it came out publicly, everybody in their mother wanna try to Put this, you know what I mean? Like they want to be a lawyer, right? Want to be an investigator, like that's the shit I hate for real. For but it shows like, like, like I said, I don't know if it's true or not, but like it shows like how quick motherfuckers. I just saw motherfuckers making mock drafts. I saw motherfuckers talking about oh the team done, get rid of the whole team. Like shit was just crazy that day. But I mean, we'll see what happened though. But like I said, man, me knowing them. Personally, like for the couple months I know him, he don't seem like that type of person. And like I said, he come from what a mother of fourteen. You feel me? Like yep. fourteen he has thir- kids, thirteen so. siblings, and he's the oldest, right? He helped raise those kids, right? No, I think he ain't the oldest, but it's it's a cut. He like I think he damn. I can't. Don't get me lying. I know he's not the oldest though, because there's a couple of them older than him. But like I'm saying, like I don't think he'll put himself in jeopardy like that to cost his family. Well, he's Shit the like fourth, that. I think, because that's why he got number four. Yeah, he might be like the fourth youngest or the fourth oldest. Something like that, I think. But I don't think he'll put himself in no danger like that. The risk is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like you say, like, if come on, we know how Baltimore is. Like, me, myself, like in the city, I mean, no matter where I'm at, if I ride around and they find a gun on me, they locking my ass up no matter what it is. You feel right. what I'm saying? So it's just like if the brother or whatever they were saying was waving the gun, whatever, blase, blase, 
and yeah, and they found a gun or whatever it was, they would have locked them up. We would have heard about that. You feel what I'm saying? So especially out there where they live out, that's out in the county. You know, out the county, they don't play. No. You feel me? So it's just like, I don't know what it is. I just wish whatever the story is to just come out and and hopefully everything is just false and then we can just move on from this shit. Yeah, well, and how about like, this? Well, that, when when you when someone is accusing someone of an assault, here's here's it, it's pretty simple. She says he beat me. Okay. You have injuries. He has injuries consistent with beating someone. Um the brother is accused of possessing and brandishing a firearm. Where's the firearm? So there's like here's here's the evidence required. Those are very simple things to locate and to to document. So it doesn't take very long to figure those things out. It's been a month, okay? You're not going to come up with those things a month later if you haven't come up with them already. So the reason it's taken so long, I believe the reason it's taken so long, if it was me, Grant, you, Trippy, Drew, Jake, we're everyday guys. This is Zay Flowers. Everyone knows who he is. They're going to extra lengths to make sure that people can't say, oh, you, uh, you know, you kind of just glossed over it because it's Zay Flowers. They're, they're turning over every stone to make sure that people can't say you, you, you didn't do your due diligence because it's Zay Flowers and you didn't want to find something, you know? Um, I think they're just, they're making sure that all their I's are dotted and their T's are crossed here, but it, you know, I don't think there's anything to find just because it would have been pretty easy to 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 uh, to to find. It's it's not, you know, this is a, 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 a little, you know, a little 115 pound white chick. I, you know, if she got her ass kicked by him, I think it would be pretty straightforward. You know, I don't know. That's 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 kind of yeah. this, this is not the crime of the century we're talking about. This isn't like the fucking Italian job. This is a, you know, if there was a fight and if there was an assault that happened, I think it would be pretty fucking obvious. But, you know, I don't know. No, nah, it's factual. And yeah, like you said, I mean, mind you, y'all know I don't really internet. I do a little, I do a little something, something, but very little. So you and Drew kind of explained the details of what's happened through this timeline is my real first of hearing it in detail. And you don't absolve anyone of anything until... The truth comes out. All you can really do is wait and see. So, if there's smoke, there's fire. But I don't know. This doesn't seem like something that would require months to figure out. We also didn't mention um, there is a video floating around of yeah. Zay's girl at a Boston College football game where uh, another girl approaches her and confronts her, and Zay's girl beats the fucking shit out of her. In front of a large crowd of people. So we are not exactly talking about someone who has very good rage and uh, and self-control with her her temper. So one has it, a history, one doesn't. Perhaps perhaps we are not talking about an but assault. Perhaps the assault was not uh, against the person her. we think it was or who, who, who the public assumes it was, you know, and there is a stigma. Wanna... There's a stigma yeah. with that. I don't know what's been covered and what's not been covered. I don't have children, listeners. This is uh, this is the shit that happens to you. That's what I figured. That's what I figured was going on when you disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a, a whole fucking scene. But um, I, I just I want to tread very lightly around this because I'm not. You know, nobody condones domestic violence. Like that's not a absolutely not. You know, absolutely not a good not. thing. Fuck and 
people who come yeah. forward to report crimes that actually happen deserve, you know, whatever praise, whatever necessary. But like we, the public got an incomplete story. Like this never should have been in the public's hands. The reason why they don't have any information, the reason why nothing's happened, the reason why, you know, we're still sitting here theorizing on podcasts about what happened is because the public got an incomplete story Mm -hmm. and it was never meant for public consumption at any point. And so the fact that you have, you know, a dipshit like Tyler Sperry running with this and pounding his chest about being right and saying that, oh, well, I got it from the same person that told me Zach Orr was going to retire 10 years ago. So that somehow lends you credibility is fucking sad. Like, chill out, wait for the facts to come out. Let's not rush to any kind of judgments here. When you look at the publicly told story and then you kind of start piecing together some of the other information that's out there, like, you know, that it did come from Acton, Massachusetts, this report to Baltimore. And the story you're being told is that, you know, they heard this directly from a cop who was on the scene. Like, there's a lot of shit that doesn't add up. So. Rather than pretending like, you know, Zay Flowers is this villain or Zay Flowers is completely innocent, like there, there something something must have happened. I, I don't know what. I don't know if it rose to the level of a crime. I don't even know if Zay was there or did anything wrong. But, you know, that's the, the Baltimore police clearly said, you know, Zay has not been named a suspect yet, which leads me to believe that might be some of the other parties that are. He, no, there, not but. even that. They didn't say he hasn't been named a suspect yet. They said Zay Flowers has not been. Uh, charged with any crime. He is not a suspect in any crime and any uh, report indicating that he has is incorrect. Now I want to, I also want to uh, mention something else. What I just said uh, a couple minutes ago about his girlfriend, there's a video out there of her. She, I found it. She is an animal. Okay. Well, I mean, she's kind of a, you know, cheap shot artist. She was, uh, had her own personal okay. security, between but her and we saw the girl, but okay. But, She's an animal. Now, remember the play in the AFC Championship game. Remember the play. Zay Flowers. The fumble. fumble. Remember after the play? He had cuts on his hand. Cuts on his hand. Where was it? On his palm. Yeah, again, I I hate doing that. Like, that could have come from anywhere. Uh, Hold on. But remember after the game when they asked him about it, he said, Zay, you had that, you had a cut on your palm. Did that happen? On the play, did that happen from when you were hit? You hit your hand after the play. He said, "Oh," and his answer was like, "No, no, no, that happened from something else." Now, a defensive wound on your hand, typically, where's that going to be? I mean, inside your hand, but we're also not. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm just saying. If a crazy bitch comes at you in your house, you're gonna put your hands up. I, I guess my overall point here is that everything that's being reported could be. Correct, and we could be dealing with getting rid of Zay Flowers, but the reality is that we don't know that, and the reality is that it doesn't seem like that's what happened. So, like, I'm just positing my I'm positing my own theory about that's 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 the exact problem is that there are very few credible dots out there in the public, and so you leave the public to wander and come up with these stories that fill those dots, and they could be fucking anything. Yeah, because I mean, as far as we've seen, you know, Zay Flowers is not there for all we know. You really, it really hasn't been said if he was, you know, present at the residence or not when the police responded on the 16th. Um, it seemed like he wasn't named in the police report, but that she heavily hinted at it involved an NFL player. But that was also a Baltimore Sun story behind a paywall, which I have a whole other issue with. Right. But that's, you know, to me, that's like unethical journalism. And if you had actual facts, you would be putting them out in the public, not putting them behind a paywall for subscriptions and clickbait. And I can see why Jeff C left and went to the athletic if that's the kind of shit that you're 
you know, pulling as a well, uh, newspaper. The Baltimore Sun just got bought out uh, last week by, I believe, the Fox, the people who run the Fox station. Oh, okay, so yeah, they're another uh, perpetrator of fake news, as we've seen. Um, yeah. You know, Montgomery, Montgomery County man spent seventy three thousand dollars on tickets. That would take half a second of journalism to follow up on it and know that that was fake. So listen, he's my, only my, he, he's only known as Will. Yeah, he's only known as Will. I mean, it's just the the whole thing to me. You're putting Zay in a very bad situation, um, like the public is, by even speculating about this. We have no fucking idea what happened. And the two morons that decided to open their mouths about it and pretend like they knew what was going on when clearly they had no idea what's going on. It's just, it's, I don't want to like admonish people's behavior here. Like we kind of say a lot of shit on this podcast. That's a little bit questionable and, you know, edgy, whatever you want to say. But like, I would never run a story that would just embarrass somebody. Um, I know that we don't claim to, we we don't claim to be fucking journalists or, or like, uh, when like I, I said, do... like I said before, when we started talking about this topic, pe- people tell us a lot of things, and we don't run to the internet and and talk about it. We don't go on this podcast and talk about it. If, if I we don't do break news with, here, if I do run with something that I get, it's typically uh, I don't want to say like a positive story, but it's a if if it came from the person involved directly, I have no problem with sharing it. So like when the J.K. Dobbins incident happened. I have no problem making those DMs public because he sent those to me and there's no, you know, agreed privacy on that. So like that oh, story yeah, yeah, came yeah, from him. Yeah. That embarrassing story came from him directly. But rumors. So I'm saying rumors. And and what I'm saying is if I'm going to run with a rumor, whether it's uh, this player is getting traded, this is a contract extension. Typically, I don't like posting that kind of stuff. But if I do, it's not there's no harmful intent behind it. And I'm not publishing this to make somebody look bad and potentially cost them their career. Because as we stand right now, you know, Zay had a bunch of endorsement deals that he seems to be have been pulled from for the time being. So you have somebody like Tyler Sperry costing Zay Flowers money. And I just, that's not okay in my book. That's not how you should do things. And you're not, and he's not a journalist. That's the other thing. If he was an accredited journalist and wrote for a newspaper and he put this out because he thought he had it cold and he was a published author, like, fine. You know, again, I would probably personally use caution and not put that kind of story out there. But I also understand that, like, that's how you feed your family as you get clicks in that situation. So, and there would be repercussions for him being wrong on that too. But right now he's just an idiot with a Twitter account that has no repercussions for being wrong. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the people who were the first, uh, you know, one of the first journalists who did post the story I've talked to, and he said he heard the story weeks and weeks ago, probably before Tyler Sperry and Ryan McCarthy heard the fucking bullshit from whoever the fuck they heard it from. And he basically said, I thought it was bullshit when I heard it. So like none of the journalists were going to go post the story or talk about it. Because they they're not, they, they, yeah, they, they have credibility to protect. And right. Tyler Sperry and Ryan McCarthy don't have credibility to protect because they're exactly. nobodies. Nobody knows who they are. Nobody cares who they are. Yeah. So they can run with this story and thump their chest about it 10 years later and say, I got this right. But I don't even know and, what those guys think they stand to gain. That's the thing, like, too. It's like when people tell us stuff, what the fuck do we stand to gain by talking? about? I mean, I have selectively put things out there that we've heard, and it's typically under the, uh, I don't know, it, it's in the form of a joke that I'm putting something out there just to kind of fuck with people. You know what I mean? Like, there are things that we know that we could say, but that's not who we are. I'm not a journalist. I don't really want to break stories. Exactly. Really so anytime that we've said something 
even if it's like by accident, like, mm. you know, like every year when I put out fake uh, schedules and shit, like last year I, I on purpose, but by accident got like the Texans game, right? Week one game. It was the only game I predicted. I got, Texans I got, one. I got a flurry of DMS before the draft saying that a Lamar extension was, um, was agreed to and was going to be announced on the five-year anniversary of him being drafted. So I put out a moderate joke tweet saying, you know, this date Lamar gets extended, this date we trade for DeAndre Hopkins. So that's what I wanted to happen. And then it went like bananas. And then Lamar actually ended up signing the extension. And everybody was like, well, how'd you know? And I was like, honestly, it was one of the 800 DMs that I get a day that I decided to weave into some kind of fucking, you know, like fantasy land story for me. And it just happened to work out. When I'm when when we're right about stuff, it doesn't benefit us at all. No, no, because there's really nothing to gain. I get being... followers. I get followers from like um my like uh my tweet about um Travis Kelsey um telling the diabetes lady on the plane to fuck off like that. I yeah. get followers from jokes, not yeah. From, I, from I, I, I get followers right from stuff. bullying Richard Sherman, not from yeah exactly. News. So yeah, it's semi- on mute. Maybe that's on purpose. Well, he was trying to talk. Did I miss any Grant hot takes? Oh, yeah, that was on purpose. My bad. I was talking to somebody. My fault. All right. No, you're good. No, Grant has to be a basketball party because after this, I'm done to baseball season. I can't keep doing this shit. Trippy, I'm yeah, I'm on hiatus until until baseball starts. And then hey, you wanna be you wanna get in on UFL betting with me? That's gonna be so fake. That's gonna be so man, fake. Don't I ain't do it. fucking with that shit, man. That shit don't do dink, man. The fuck that yeah, you dude, you bet you you were betting on like uh Louisiana Louisiana uh Lafayette fucking uh player props and shit on Thursday nights, and you're not gonna bet on the UFL? Yeah, but see that's, that's the thing though, Will. They're not gonna have player props for that shit. Yes, the fuck they will. They ain't have it no. last year, so why they gonna have it this year? Because it's the rosters are way bigger. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they got some player props. I see, but they ain't got no. I don't props, support. I, I don't support anything Dwayne the Rock Johnson is involved in. That guy can eat my dick. Cause that shit against the Rock. That that Moana. that shit. That shit. They be trying. Cause what I used to do that. Um, what was that shit last year? What's that team? The uh, Pittsburgh. You hate uh, positive. What's the what the fuck is the name of that team? The Pittsburgh something whatever. Damn, I forgot the name of that league. But I took them motherfuckers money line. And it was like my I did like a parlay, and that was the only leg I ain't hit. It was like minus four hundred, and the motherfuckers lost. Man, I'm not. That's that's what I'm saying. You can't even like I. I don't know. I gotta see. I'm just waiting on base. He's got PTSD man. from the fucking XFL. <laughs> yeah, I got PTSD from the fucking rocks voice. Tribute and I'm PTSD really up, and I'm, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm really upset because um I ain't hit I ain't hit on not one Ravens parlay this year. Not one. Not one. Only thing I hit on was like probably like a couple pass, like you know, like a couple little. Yeah, you had like, that. Um, you know, that, yeah, that game you were on PSF with Will and I, where you were fucking. Yeah, Rashad, and yeah. I had like the Rashad Bateman anytime touchdown hit that hit hit off a fifty dollar free bet. Uh, I ain't oh, really shit. bet. I ain't really bet like that on Christmas because you know it was Christmas time. You know you had to make sure the kids got right. But shit, that was the time to make money. Shit, you could have made money all type of ways. Ravens plus five and a half. Ravens minus five and a half. Ravens minus six and a half. Seven and a half. Eight and a half. I was doing great. I gave it nah, back. You could just... I, I gave it back pretty good, man. In the AFC Championship and the uh the, sure. the, la- the last two weeks of the even, season. Even Vegas. even Lamar, even Lamar to win MVP. I did a little six leg. I had like Lamar winning MVP. Like 
B. John Robinson, rookie of the uh, offensive rookie, Will Anderson. I hit fucking two out of six. I wish I would have just did Lamar by itself because yeah, Lamar was 1,500 by itself. You got greedy, man. You can't go fucking parlay no, on that I, shit. I mean, I, I'm still learning, though, how to do the future bets and shit. Just go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you can't go shit. parlay on those on those awards, man. That's crazy. Yeah, but you go parlay for a dollar on those and you walk away with like 200 grand. Yeah, Could yeah, be- yeah. You can you can do that like a, a, a dollar, five dollar bet. But, man, you got to bet those straight. There's a war. Somebody, somebody hit on somebody hit on the Super Bowl. Like I be thinking that shit fake. So look, they took the Chiefs money line. They had uh Jawan Jennings scoring and MVS three leg. Yeah, and but the thing that they don't show you is that they put in eighty other bets, and that just happened to be the one that hit. Yeah, that's all a volume game. Or you that's get the uh, dude. That's how I bet. That's it. That's how I bet. Right. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like, if I had the money like that, the bet like that, maybe I would be like, all right, let me just do a bet like this. But sometimes you just be trying to make that one, you know, like couple tickets where though you got a chance. But what I'm gonna do next year is I'm learning. I'm not gonna put the same motherfucker on the same ticket because yeah, like no, that Kittle go. shit. You right, yeah. Will? I, like I had another ticket. Kittle's fucked me up. Like damn. Yeah. Kittle's fucked me up on the twenty. I had him for twenty five yards. Fucked me up. Then I had him for like three catches, four catches, I think something like that. Fucked me up on the other ticket. So I gotta learn like not to put like the same motherfucker on certain well, tickets. But it's really. hard. The the Kittle, Kittle, we're all brainwashed on this fucking Kittle, this asshole. Well, twenty five yards is what most of us put him in for, and that should be like three catches. That's that what I mean. That is what I put him in for. You, I think he had yeah. it on the first drive though, but I, then they called it back on the flag. He had a couple yards on that first drive. Two catches for four yards. What the fuck, is, man? Is embarrassing. Right, I'm saying he had two he's catches got a ponytail. for four yards. Look, he had never two trust a guy with a ponytail. Look, he had two catches for four he, yards for the whole game. He has a game, fucking right? haircut like Ryan Mink's wife. But look, what I'm saying is, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is it. but look, what I'm saying. He's screaming people at dinners. <laughs> Yo, if Ryan Mink had this shit, I know he ain't gonna laugh at that part though. But um. He had a catch. He had a catch on the what's the name? Oh, yeah. Shout out to um, I mean, I wasn't really fuck with him, but I guess he on my good side now. Garrett. Uh yeah, Garrett, he cool. Oh, yeah, because you was Ga- right there. Well, Garrett was, right was grinning. There, right? He was yeah. grinning at you. <laughs> Garrett walks in like he's fucking Lamar Jackson when he walks in that fucking entrance, man. You would th- you would think that he was he's he's somebody real special. I said, y'all, they go to trippy hater. He's like, I'm not a trippy hater, man. You, right, you, like, got your, that, you got your you got your real white voice on for that. Yeah. That dude looks like the dude you bring along to go do drugs, and he's like, oh, "All right, oh, he's like, who's got the drugs?" He's like, he's like the narc or the square of the group. That's what he feels like to me. I mean, he cool though. Yeah, but, I, I, but, I don't mind. But Ryan, Ryan Mink, though, he's he tall as he's... fuck. Hey, look, I was trying my... to tell Trippy who he is. He is um, goddamn, what, what the fuck is his name from uh? From the office. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you said his name too. I can't remember oh, his name, but I remember. Gabe. He's Gabe from the office. Yeah. See, Ryan Mink. He Ryan Mink. He think he's slick though. His ass, cause like the you know during training camp, like I wouldn't say the first. Well, not the first day of training camp, but like whenever they started like hitting and shit like that, like one on ones, they have all the sports like reporters and shit. He like to put his little sunshades on and shit and try to act like he all disguised. I went up to him like, man, I know who you is, Ryan. And he like. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, fuck out of uh, here, man. He's one of he's one of like three people on Twitter I have blocked. So, um, oh, you oh, have him blocked? Yeah. 
Oh, he started that whole fucking, you know, film slander fest on Lamar. And I told, I asked him why, and he gave me some bullshit can't answer. And I was like, have fun on the bench, asshole. So, so you just straight yeah. blocked. <laughs> yeah, I straight blocked him. I got no time. I got no time for that shit. That is fucking hilarious. You blocked him. It's He's also Raven, blocked me. But there's know. a couple Raven fans that got the um got the Ravens uh page blocked now. Yeah, that, that was uh <laughs> that was a fucking Mr. Yuri special. Uh, Mr. Yo, what's Yuri. up with yo? What's up with Yuri? Yo, he going through it, man. I under he yeah. going through it right he now. He ran a, he ran a great campaign last year and got Greg fired. He went and left all those uh, loose leaf papers in front of the castle and you know started the fire Greg Roman movement. We, and he's just he's we, lost we, his way. We uh we we solved that mystery. We actually happened to just have him on that week. We we solved that mystery real quick. It's, it's almost like we knew he did it, so we invited him on the podcast. Yeah. That <laughs> man going through it. Yo, did you see his fucking mock draft where he traded like everybody? <laughs> yeah. I put out a great Le- mock draft. I put out a great Yo. mock draft today. Yo, this motherfucker traded Lamar. He traded Lamar to the best. Then he traded like Ronnie Stanley. He traded Mark Andrews. Like, it was just, yo, that shit was crazy, yo. I was laughing at it, though. Somebody was like, yo, Trip, that shit not funny. I'm like, bro, I can laugh at what the fuck I want to laugh at. That shit was funny. The start people, of, uh... People take shit way too seriously. Yo, they, people yo, forget. They, they, my bad, Drew. They, like, what yeah. I realized about Ravens fans, right, they be in their fucking feelings, oh, right? Oh, God. Yeah. And all- it's fucking sad. Like, I'm going to tell you, the same ones that was dick riding for Lamar, Cause one thing about me, like Lamar, my man, I fuck with him, want him to win plenty of Super Bowls. But sometimes he do play bad, and I'm admit to that shit. Like I'm not gonna sit up yeah. here and be like, oh, this and that. Some of them motherfuckers, when you say that, they get mad. That's why a lot of them got me blocked and shit. And you know the shit I was saying, like Lamar just gotta learn how to read the defense. Not saying he can't play ball. I'm just saying, like sometimes don't force the ball to just a certain receiver. Go through your progressions, yeah, etc. Right. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Now at fair. the AFC Championship game, oh yeah, yo, I ain't called a little more no more. I ain't baby him up no more. Us as a fan base, we gotta stop doing this. And I'm saying to myself, like, oh now y'all try and turn on them, but shit happened. You feel me? Like these are the same people though that last year. These are the same people that last year were like wanted to bring torch and pitchforks to EDC's house and like drag them out in the street. And now they're talking about how he pulled off a masterclass and John Harbaugh ruined his perfect roster. So, like, this is what they do. They 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 have hot takes. They run the opposite direction from them when they go wrong, and then they go full bore the other direction. I, know I mean, there, there, there's many people, but there is <laughs> one of them in particular today that put out a tweet that was talking about, um, you know, Lamar's cap hit's going to make EDC's job too hard. Meanwhile, at this time last year, he was – essentially calling the organization racist saying that they wouldn't give Lamar a $300 million fully guaranteed contract. Right. And it's like, Dumb motherfucker, shit. the reason, the reason why you don't give him a fully guaranteed contract is because it makes cap hits to our advantage. Right. Like, this, this is why you let, this is like when we were talking earlier and we were joking about Chris Jones earlier, there is a reason that EDC gets paid the money that he does. And it's because me as a fan, I can yell from the mountaintops that I want AJ Brown and, you know, Chris Jones and, Fucking name any high-priced player that's going to be available. The reality is it's not going to work. And if it's going to work, it's going to be because somebody who is a lot smarter than me, who knows a lot better of the inside details, that kind of shit, makes it work. Right. This whole this whole nonsense of thinking that, like, we're not we're not playing Madden. This is real football. You can't turn the salary cap off. It, it's, it's real dollars and cents. Stevie B's got to write the check for it. You know what I mean? Like, this is not just a fucking video game with fake money. It's fake money for me. 
So I can scream from the mountaintops that I want to see Biscotti to spend fucking 800 Biscotti. Do I have to do this every week? Biscotti. Yeah. Win, win, win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. And you can be not named after the cookie anymore. Until then, you're Steve Biscotti. Biscotti. I thought that was cannabis. I, I mean, was technically, he, he was the owner of the t- during the 2012-2013 season when they won the Super Bowl. What have he done for me lately, Jake? What has he done for me lately? Nothing but hey, mental. But nothing but mental extended health Lamar. Extended but Lamar five years. So I'm saying, though, is that, is that possible? If, you, if you're going to continue to say Biscotti, you got to be like, Steve Biscotti, you got to bring me another Super Bowl. And then maybe I'll consider not making bring your last name a cookie. No, bring I'm saying, like, is it, is it possible, like, but Steve, like, all right, say for like all these free agents we got right now, we got what twenty three, right? Is it possible, like, is it up to really like Steve, like, where's though we can get all twenty three back and we can try running back? Yeah, yeah, it's not realistic, but it's possible. I mean, they, the, all the all those players would have to agree to like heavy signing bonuses and no base salary, and, and Steve would have to put like five void years on every contract, and he'd be paying the bill for that until twenty thirty. But it's possible. It's just not. It's not realistic. Is the problem. If I was EDC, well, see EDC, he do like he do get the bargain deals for like one year though. Like I think we should just get a couple one year deals. What last off season should teach anybody is that EDC has a very clear goal on what he wants to do with this team, and he finds ways that nobody thinks of to reach that goal. Um, we had problems for years with him and how he dealt with wide receivers. And last offseason, put his hands up and said, yep, we fucking fucked up wide receivers for four years. Here's Odell and here's Zay Flowers. Um, you know, we've always had a problem with cornerback depth. And so he drafted Brandon Stevens and got him turned into a legitimate corner. And then he went and backfilled that roster with a bunch of guys who were, you know, former Pro Bowl caliber guys who had not played well the last couple of years or who had been hurt. And Ronald Darby came in and played well. You know, Arthur Mollette yeah. came in and played well. Um, you saw somebody like Jadavian Clowney, who for whatever fucking reason was just sitting there on the market and he lowballed the shit out of him. And Clowney's like, fuck it, let's go to Baltimore. And I played. want them three bet. He played chicken with Kyle Vanoy. People are never going to give him credit for that. But Kyle Vanoy apparently came in and asked for some fucking ridiculous contract during training camp. And EDC's like, yeah, we'll pass. And then he got him for a fraction of that in week four. Um, I mean, you can look at drafting Matabike's worked out. You can look at drafting Geno Stone's worked out. You know, people question the Patrick Queen pick, but that ended up working out. Oh, Oway is working out more and more I, on like a weekly basis. He gets better yeah, and better and better. Yeah, you know, he's not putting up the sack numbers, but he's still doing the the dirty work. Um, and I think I, mean, I Oway is going to, this year, be a sack machine, personally. Or a job was going to be a sack machine, and always going to be the guy right. taking the double teams. Either, either way, I mean, you're well, looking and at always in a is is in a contract year this year. We just saw what happened with Matabike in a contract uh, yeah. year. I, I think he so, will have a breakout year this year. Yeah, I'm very tempted to pick up always fifth year option. But I want to say, that, I, I want to say this though, like our biggest off season move should be we got to sign Justin Matabike back. Like I think yeah. it's only right because if you think about it, look, that'd be a Pro Bowl on the line. And it's hard. We got right. We if, got if Ro- you're we not got signing and Kyle back, you feel me? So oh, yeah. if you're if you're not signing Matabike back, it's because you have a deal in hand with Chris Jones, or you have some kind of deal with the Rams that you're bringing in Aaron Donald. That you're bringing in somebody who is just as solidified as you know, who I'm, has put I'm up like, numbers just like Matabike. I think Matabike is going to get tagged, and they're going to be working really, really hard. 
in that window to get him extended because they don't want to eat that tag number. Seventeen million, I think. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it might be bigger than that. I forget what it is, but whatever he's it is, an, he's an interior lineman, so it's yeah. a little less. Then we franchise Ohlone Nada before. I believe we mistaken. did at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I don't think they want to eat that number though, because it's all in one year, so they can extend him. And I think he he would like to be here. I think too, like at the right price. Well, and, and at worst case scenario, you give him a um, like a Saquon Barkley kind of deal where he gets paid at least the same amount. But then he's got some incentives built in there, and he lets you put in void years to you know make cap situation easier. Right, right. If you so, can't come to a long term extension, but yeah. regardless, I think Matt Pique is here next year. Yeah. Long yeah. Speaking term. of uh, speaking of Saquon Barkley, do we look at running back and free agency? I don't think, think so. How much do so. they cost? It, it's a co- it's a cost thing. If you have like a okay, what y'all say? J.K. Dobbins coming back? No. <laughs> if J.K. Dobbins wants to come back, he's got to come. He's got to come. You know, fulfill his promise and sign sign merch at my house. Been waiting for a fucking. I got. I got to sign J.K. Dobbins football. No, I want him to walk yeah. up to my front. I want him to walk up to my front door and <laughs> sign something and leave it there. Fuck. I don't think he's going to do that though, bro. If you maybe if he was an yeah. Ohio State fan, he probably will. But you're a Michigan fan. I don't right, think he's going to do that. I call, him, I call him a sucker. <laughs> it, it hurt his feelings. Um, but no, real shit though. I want to see JK come back. Like, it ain't gotta be like on a big deal just to like prove itself. You know what I mean? If he can stay healthy, I know what y'all are saying, but I feel like this honestly, is gonna be a breakout season for him. I don't see him getting much past the minimum from any team. Doesn't matter if it's us or somebody else. He can't say that. You're doing that hold in shit last year. Imagine how he's gonna feel when he signs a you know vet minimum contract. So. I'm not dealing with that. You don't feel, you hey, don't feel like shit, man. It's too bad. Hey, hey he proved himself. He, he proved himself. Somebody upside of next year for it. But so to answer Grant's question, Derrick Henry, Saquon, and Josh Jacobs, I would say, are like the three premier running backs on the market. And if we're starting to get towards camp and we haven't drafted like a Blake Corum or an Audra Gestime or a Bucky Irvin or – you know, somebody are um, who's the fucking Powell who's, or something like that. Who's the, the guy Allen, from, uh, from Allen, Who's the guy from Allen, Alabama? Allen. Oh, um, you're thinking of Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, Trippy. Um, I know whatever the Bama running back's name is. I, I don't know, but again, if we don't grab one of those guys and we're getting towards camp and we really haven't made any move at running back, and like Derrick Henry's sitting out there, and you can talk him into a one-year, five million dollar contract, why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. not. Hey, I'm not trying I'll to do spend. that. I'll take that. Five million. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Five million. That's a or, steal. or even, or even That's it's a, you know, or even it's like an Odell type contract where it's a one year and the base salary is five million and this five million dollar cap hit, but you're really paying them twelve or fourteen million dollars. At that point, I don't care. It's not my money. Right. Um. All I really care about is the cap amount. So if you can get them here for a cap hit less than five million dollars, fucking go for it. I you know I'm all, I'm all on board with that. The one who so, intrigues me the most, I, you know, like obviously. Derrick Henry and Saquon are exciting for obvious reasons, but Josh Jacobs is a is a an intriguing fit to me. I think they're all down here too. So here, I, here's my here's my thing too though is that we have Keaton Mitchell that's going to be coming back. He's kind of our young you know our younger back. What do they do with Justice Hill? Harbaugh loves him on special teams, but we can save we can save almost his it, entire salary if we cut him. 
Yeah, and which is you know huge for. And he's also he's also a cut. He's a he's but you got to look at. But you got to look at yeah um, what the running back position means to this offense. And if you have an opportunity to get a guy like a Derrick Henry, a Josh Jacobs, a Saquon, like you go get them. Like you you've seen what happens with the roulette at running back, and maybe the uncertainty at running back had something to do with the game plan for the. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Threw shit at the wall, but at the uh, same, I agree I with you. So here's what here, yeah, you get a Saquon Barkley, you put him in this offense and Munkin's offense with his athleticism and his ability to run outside or inside, and you have Lamar on the RPOs, quick screen stuff like that, and he catches the ball, lines up in a slot. Like when when he's healthy, he's a dude, and he's and he's been pretty well lately. Yeah, so that's um, what you I'm do. I'm with you, you on the talent. Yeah. yeah. So you what you do is. And this is going to hurt Harv's, but someone's got to fucking like basically like grab him by the ears and shake his head and say, listen, buddy, this shit blew up in our face. So you got to fucking we, we got to, you know, take a, a, you know, a left turn from what you're used to doing. Cut Justice Hill. He was a huge reason that the fucking AFC championship game got away from us. Cut Justice Hill. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that wasn't no. Justice's fault. Excuse me. No. Hold on. Hold up. No. I have to finish my thought here. Cut Justice Hill, save $2 million, sign a Saquon, a Derrick Henry. I mean, in that case, sign or a Josh Jacobs, any one of those three, honestly. And then draft uh, a Blake Corm, an Audrey Gastame, uh, any any one of the guys. So Blake Corm won't play special teams. That's what you basically telling me. <laughs> no, Keaton Mitchell will. And man, that, Keaton Mitchell ain't playing no damn special teams. Keaton Mitchell man, probably ain't even gonna be ready for yeah. the season yet. I don't. Bro. You gotta think I about that. Think, well, I don't we think also, we, we need we, to drive. Can I can I address? We also have. We also have. Hold on. Well, hold and then on. you what, say what, it was Justin Hill's fault. Yeah, the what AFC. Is, that wasn't yeah. his fault. No, hold on. Before we get hey, Justice Hill, on, Justice Hill was that. a fucking a complete liability in pass protection. Well, I guess it was just I guess it was Gus Edwards' fault too. The motherfuckers only had three carries apiece. Come on, bro. That's crazy. I'm not talking about carries. He's I'm talking about Justice Hill was on the pass protection. Right, but, but why was it just why was it Justice Hill? That your your issue, you're blaming Justice Hill for Harbaugh's ineptitude. That's my I'm, issue with your statement. But I but I'm talking about John Harbaugh's continued uh loyalty to Justice Hill. So you're saying take his toy away so he doesn't do anything stupid. Yes. Um, but I'm not blaming the FC championship game on Justice Hill. That's no, no, but I'm saying there. he was one of the one of the one of the the key issues in the game with the dumbass decision to go with that game plan was Justice Hill being on the field in pass protection. This is the same thing as people getting mad at Patrick Ricard for running wheel routes. And, like, it's not Patrick Ricard's fault. He did what the coach said. No, no, no. It's but I, but I, I'm yeah. just, I'm, well, all I'm saying is this is one of the symptoms of the issue. But I led that by saying, hey, someone has to go to John Harbaugh and say, hey, we're getting rid of your guy. And then, your sound, and then your sound bite. Was right, we're getting off topic. Game is just so hey, we're getting off topic. Hold well, on. that's because that's because Drew Drew li- only only up. only listened to one little part of what I said. Obviously, correct. No, I listened to the whole thing. I just got mad at one little part. All right, of what you said, we got. I need to uh, all right, I'll, I'll, hold, hold on. on. Right. Hold on. No, so. let Grant let Grant talk. Shut up, yes, Jake. Let Grant. Jesus talk. Christ! <laughs> all right. <laughs> But I don't, I don't want to. I don't want us to draft a running back there. Draft two. How about this? Draft two. Draft two. No, none of us, none of them really stand out in the sense of we've got guys that we can get. We, we know that we're successful dra- getting undrafted guys. You know, there's plug and play guys in free agency. You know, Dalvin Cook might be an option to come back on a low level deal because it seemed like he enjoyed the place. 
But I think you do focus on trying to get one of the top tier guys that is in free agency because it's not often. Usually these guys are done in trades. When they leave the organization, they're done in trades. But it's Calvin Cook like is not a bad idea in. either, by the way, Grant. You're right. I didn't think about that. Bringing him back in, not a bad idea. Bring him back in. You got Keaton coming back. And then you sign one of the big dogs. I, I mean, guess what I'm like Henry, Henry was all about coming here. Like it's part yeah, of the trade. Moron owner for the Titans. But, um, I, I guess you're you're married to the idea. You're married to the idea of signing a big dog. I'm not opposed to it, but I think that you kind of weigh your options. You know what I mean? That if you can get Saquon Barkley for the right price, then yes, that's the slam dunk no brainer move. If those What's guys right go for crazy, like I said, if you're if you can make his cap hit around five, six, seven million bucks, and then I don't care what you're paying him over the cap yeah. hit. Yeah, just make him better that. Yeah, what like, do you, it, does anybody it, it, know like what um, offensive linemen or free agents? Does anybody know who's out there? Not a ton of guys. Here, I'll pull it up. Hold on. So, and that's the other real issue that we have is what do you do with Ronnie Stanley? Because I don't think that he can be on your opening day roster at his current cap number. No, chance. no, 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 chance. no not at all. We should, we should, we should bring 26? in the dude that we we should bring in the dude that just got released from the Steelers. I forgot his name. O'Keefe or some shit. The Steelers were um Dude's the core for hell no. They he's they trash. were they, they were he's a bad tackle. <laughs> they were praising his release like we were praising Alejandro Villanueva's release from the Ravens. So exactly. I know it's that guy at all. Not special, let's um, not he, go back down that road without he might he might, need to, he, he might need to change the scenery. Yeah, he can go change the scenery. We thought anything about the, the tall terrorists. That didn't go well. So Will, who's who's the name that just made you say all right? Tyron Smith. Is he um, Tyron Smith? Hell no! Hell no! They could be ready to move on from him because um, they got Tyler Smith at guard, who's been a stud guard, and he's their future at left tackle. They said, "Give me Donovan Smith, Super Bowl champ." Did you not say Uh, Donovan Donovan Smith and John Simpson block air a lot? And you were talking about uh, I'm I'm not even going to try and say his first name, but uh, four, right? From Pittsburgh. Yeah. Jake already said fuck no. Hell no. Dwayne Brown Brown from the the Jets is a hell no, right? How about Makai Beckton? Is Makai Beckton out there? No, we don't. Bro, I ain't like like listening to Jet fans in their spaces on Twitter. He's good, but he's never helped. He's all right, but no, I'd rather keep James Hurst is available. James Hurst, we can bring him in. Nope. Uh, uh, all right, last. Uh, all right, what about uh, what about corners? That's my other one. That's hold on, one. hold on. I'm I'm going down the list of tackles. Donovan Smith. Trippy wants so, him. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't mind him though. I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind. See. I mean, he got the championship. He got the championship pedigree. I mean, he played what under what Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. I mean, that could you know what I mean something. It could be something. Isaiah Wynn from Miami. I'd kind of, I'd be, I'd be interested in taking Isaiah Win because the Patriots took him where they should have taken Lamar in 2018. So, and if he works out, it would piss off Patriots fans. But that's totally for my own amusement. I don't actually want him on the team. So, pass. He is a Georgia guy, though. So, I don't know. He is Matt. I think he predates Monken. The Giants. Yeah, I don't want a Giants offensive lineman. No, thank you. The Andros got (laughs) killed behind that line. Other than um, Andrew Thomas, but he's not up anytime soon. So, Uh, George Fant. Uh, let me see. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Elawan Elawan Manor, our oh, favorite Luminar. guy. Oh, Jameson Illuminar. Only Illuminum. Doesn't he have you blocked? 
Uh, and he unblocks and blocks is. quite frequently. Uh, only go. blocks he can hold for any length of time are on Twitter, though. So yeah, no. Uh, I think I think that's a, that's gonna do it. Not a, not a lot that's, of talent. That's the thing, because like I get Ronnie Stanley's played like shit over the past since he's gotten hurt thanks to T.J. Watts not being a dirtbag. The drawback is when we're in a position to get a high quality left tackle, we're picking within the top. And the top five, top ten of the draft. You just you can't and pay those right. people. Yeah, and those people get taken very, very early. Now I'm right there yeah. with you though, Drew. You you can't something you can't does pay him you don't know so. this cap number. Is yeah, yeah that 26 mil is way too fucking high. And, and so it, if it's a restructure extension kind of thing, I'm not really. I don't really love that idea, but I love the idea of Ronnie Stanley not being on this roster at a 26 million dollar cap hit. So agreed. If that means that he is traded somewhere, so be it. If that means he's released, so be it. If that means he's extended and reworked and we're, you know, kicking the can down the road and praying it works out, then so be it. But he cannot start. He cannot play under that current contract. Just can't happen. That's too much money for a guy that is not going to give you that kind of production. Yeah. And then, Grant, you asked about corners, free agents. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, let's look at that. Yeah, because my my heart is set on Jair for Alexander for going – you know, we're making a splash move at corner. That uh, that would be oh, where I would trade uh, for him. Yeah, yeah, trade for him and bring and bring and bring back Ronald and Arthur and probably Drake. Yeah, I do want, want Ronald back. I do want Ronald back. There, actually, yeah, there, there's some decent ones out there. Okay, so uh, this is not. Uh, I wouldn't call this a decent one. Adore Jackson, Kendall Fuller. I like Kendall Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, he's all right. He's not. Uh, you talking about Adore Jackson? Yeah, Adore Jackson from the Giants. Yeah, formerly of the Titans. Uh, Micah Hyde. No, thank you. Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is always available. It feels. I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't mind Stephon because I ain't gonna lie. He's physical. I like it. I slandered. I slandered him. I slandered him way too much while he was with the Patriots for me to see him come to Baltimore and be successful. (laughs) So I can't can't Uh, do it. Michael Davis. I don't hate the idea, but I can't do it. Michael Davis from the uh, the Chargers. Um, no. Jeff Jeff Akuda is available. We we all wanted him when yeah. the, uh, the the Lions. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't him. mind taking. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on him. He's he hasn't panned out yet. Oh, you know. I like this one. Awuzie. He's an unrestricted free agent from from Cincinnati. I would well, like to see, have. So I, I like I like that because he's a solid corner, but it also hurts the Bengals. So that's yeah, a, that's and, and he would have something. venom for them. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, I'm, in, I'm in. I'm in on him. Uh, I do yeah, like been, him. Yeah, I'd be okay with that move. Okay, uh, Emmanuel Mosley. Mosley, excuse me. Yeah, he's another one. Like I wouldn't hate. Uh, I'm not gonna like go throw big money at him or anything. But if he's, you know, if you're putting well, him you on like a Rockets, Lions, right? Forty uh, yeah. Niners for a while, and then the Lions this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't gonna yeah, lie, Rock. It, it, Rock. It, it, I was happy to see you as a Raven, Rock. But it's time. It was. It was nice having you. Right. Here, Rock, so you you, you paid. You paid Rockison six million dollars last year. I think. Six million, yeah. And so if you're Adam giving Mosley, here. if you're giving Mosley that you know six-ish million dollar number, I'd be fine with that. C.J. Henderson. That's another one. Again, that's a high draft pick that hasn't really worked out, but you know okay. I wouldn't mind taking a flyer, flyer on him. Yeah. Jordan Lewis. Yeah, Michigan legend. Sign him. I'm in. <laughs> Steven I Nelson from a long time ago. Still Michigan legend. Uh, Levi Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all did some dumbass shit, y'all. I can't believe I took LeBron for six rebounds instead of AD rebounds. You can't trust LeBron. 
Can't do that. I don't know why I did that shit. The only time you might be able to trust him is if he's on ESPN or ABC. Bro, it's head time right now. But either way, fuck LeBron James. And they fucking the Pistons up. He probably don't even get back in the game. Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills. What do you think about Jalen Mills? No. Oh, I like Jalen Mills. I think I like Jalen Mills. No, he's a safety. He's a he's a safety. He's not a corner. Sean Sean Bunting. Sean Bunting. Yeah, I like him. He cool. Shaq Griffin. No. Murphy Bunting would be interesting. I would take I I would take Shaq Griffin if we get his one armed brother in the deal too. (laughs) That's right. We get three arms. Yeah, we get three arms, three arm Griffin. Yeah. Three hands. Hey, RG3. RG3. I'm not going to name every single one. I'm going to go through this and see if I see anybody that. Uh, okay. So Darby, Darby and Rocky Sin are both UFAs. Oh, I want Darby oh, back. oh, guess guess who's out there? Eli oh. Apple. No, I'm going to pass on him. I'm going to pass on him. Listen, no, I ain't going to lie. At EDC, if you listen to this, please do not sound. I mean, sign Eli Apple. The only way I can see Eli Apple being a Raven, unless the injury bug happened to the cornerbacks, right. and he Hold the on. last I got, for I got, I, got, I, got, I got an idea here. I got an idea here. It's a hot take. You can sign you me sign, as a cornerback. You that. sign. You sign Eli Apple to your practice squad, and you let whatever wide receiver needs a confidence boost line up against him in practice all week, and you get them flowing for Sunday. So I'm I'm in with that. If you sign Eli Apple to the practice squad for that specific reason, then I'm in. Otherwise, no. All right, so we have five DBs on this that I'm seeing so far. God damn. We got... Extend Daryl Worley. Okay, he's on there. We got Rocky Sin. We got... Gone. Ronald Darby. We got Daryl Worley. Trayvon Mullen. And uh, what's his name? Arthur Mullet. Arthur Mullet. Keep. Keep. Darby and Mullet are my two guys I'd keep out of that group. Yes. Bo Pete, Bo Pete Keys, man, that name gets me every fucking time. Yeah, great name, didn't do anything. So, no no. you said who? Bo Pete, Bo Pete Keys. We you signed him and that. then he, we signed him and then he didn't play all year. So, yeah, it's another cornerback. It's another cornerback I like too. I think his name like Jeremy Lucas. He was like an undrafted cornerback oh, last year. Logan Ryan uh, was on, on the 49ers? Yeah, he for like Vanderbilt he was. He was number thirty three. Like Trippy, you're talking about Jeremy Lucian, and I think yeah. we can take him back. Another think, practice think, squad guy. Yeah, why, got, watch out! Watch out for that name. I think he's, he's probably gonna make the squad. He's got he's big and fast, and didn't really have a ton of ball skills, but he's a guy that like yeah, he can't hurt. He, he's a Chris Chris Westry kind of guy. Uh, if you know some some idiots might tell you he's the third best <laughs> corner on the team in training camp, oh, but um, yeah, whatever happened to Chicken Little? Uh, he moved moved somewhere, and his doesn't have chickens anymore. Oh, there you go. Yo, that shit. That you talking about? Who, Chris? Uh, what? Westry. So, do you know who Adam Bmore is? <laughs> Trippy. Adam Bmore. No, I heard of that name though. Yeah. So, um, a couple of years ago, before training camp, he posted. You know, he put like the fucking warning signs and the sirens and said, and he's like, Chris Westry is the third best corner on this team. Like, suck a dick if you don't agree with me. And then, like, tripled and quadrupled down on that take. And then he just got Westry's kept getting fucking torched all year. And it was like, so Will and I made fun of him for that. Um, I mean, he, he, used to, a, he did used to get torched, but the thing, the only thing I liked about him was, and I don't know what it was, it was just his size. Yeah, right. Just like, um, remember uh, Curry Walsh? I mean, Williams. Remember Curry yep. Williams? Yeah. yeah same looked, thing he, with he, him. He looked the part. Yeah. 
you can't teach somebody to be tall and fast. And so I get the attraction to guys like that, but they need other skills. Is the problem. And Chris Westry did not have those. <laughs> oh, good times. That was, that was peak. That was, that was classic uh, vintage Drew and Will. Like had like a hundred followers each side bullying people. Yep. <laughs> I miss those days. I'll ask, I will ask you this. Kevin Zeitler, bring him back. Or let him walk. Oh yeah. 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 I, yeah, think I, think we yeah, should, I think we should bring him as, back. As keep, long as he wants him, to play. Yeah, keep him here until he wants to retire. Yeah. Yeah. My He's thing with him was I, I, wrote, I wrote him off as not being a Raven next year because I thought he was going to retire, but he seems to be gearing up to play again. So, yeah, fucking bring him back. Yeah, bring him back because uh, a uh, a server, that's his wife, Dave. We listen to man. Trip, we still waiting on the red velvet cookies, man. Still waiting oh, on some shit. red velvet cookies. Yeah, we with him. Odell and yeah, a couple others clip. they added the void years to. Gotta get those deals done by I think Saturday. Otherwise, no, they they um they extended the deadline on Odell's. It's closer to the uh free agency start. I don't remember exactly okay. when it's in, it's in March at some point. I know some people saying don't bring Odell back. I think we should still bring him back. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, well, he can play. Again, Odell is confusing. Odell is another one. If Odell wants to continue to play football. My only caveat to Odell is if he is dating Kim Kardashian, you need to put a stipulation in the contract that she can't come anywhere near a football game. <laughs> I'm not interested in Kim Kardashian in Baltimore. I would like that on the record, firmly. I am anti. Shit, we might Kardashian. get some more prime time games. Yeah, I'm, I'm anti. I'm <laughs> yeah. anti. Oh, God damn it! And I'm we all we all are in, we all are in agreement. We fully expect to be on the opening night game in Kansas City, right? I hope yep. so. I think I I do. I mean, it's a three-team race, really, because I figured they'll even put Bengals Chiefs because of Burrow, yep. us and the Chiefs because of the AC Championship game, or I could see the Chargers just because Jim Harbaugh's return to the NFL. That's yeah, the it should be team. us. Yeah, but those are the three. Yeah. If, it, if it's that, that should be our uh, Zone 32 but, trip. We should take a trip to Kansas City. Why the fuck would I, I want to go to Kansas uh, City? I got family there. That, that's a good time to go out there. It's warm. So you're not going to get. Who cares about warm or cold? You guys are such fucking pussies. I do. Well, I'm trying I don't want to go to a fucking cold ass game. Fuck that. I want to go because I'm trying to add I do. to my stadium. I fucking I got, care. I got, I got, I got, I got five Grow stadiums up. this year. I need to add to my list. Or my bucket list. So <laughs> if we Kansas go to City, Kansas City, I'm not going to if... sit outside in the fucking cold. What yeah, the I ain't going to. If, I mean, if I we do go to Kansas cold. City, Jake needs to wear a wolf costume. Ah, shit. Just has to happen. So. Yeah, Love but it, Jake, it, it Jake had, per- had a Raven shit on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jake, Jake, hey, Jake you'll go viral. It just put the Zone Thirty Two like the like a Superman had a Zone Thirty Two on that shit. You will go viral. Also carry like, a oh, fake shit, fa- the Ravens fa- got fa- a Tifa Holly fan. You gotta wear. You gotta <laughs> carry a bag of fake cash too. Just, you know, I'm just robbed a bank. If I run no, into Tifa Holly, it would, Holly, it would be funny. It would be funny if Jake wore like a a Raven and with a bag of cash though. Like he's That's a, fair too, but no, he could just wear he could just wear he could be just like the wolf, except like how he, the, the wolf used to wear the ravens attire. I mean the, the chiefs attire, he just gonna wear the ravens attire. Yeah, exactly. And then just put like a superman, like the superman's uh rebrand just put the zone, yeah, put zone 32 on there. Rebrand so himself to Raven. You gotta rebrand himself to Ravens <laughs> and just pretend that he has no idea what people are talking about when they say, oh, Are you making fun of Chiefs Hawk? Be like, what? Bro, I can see that shit right <laughs> now. Like, if we go to that game, like, say if it is opening day, so that opening night, so that'll be what Thursday night, Friday morning. Jake gonna be on every 
sports platform, uh, what ESPN, Sports Center, NFL Network, all that shit, Bleacher Report, like. That's I know somebody. I know somebody. Be like, did you did you rob a bank? No. Uh, this is this is uh Will's money. He's buying a ticket to the game with this. Now I'll just yeah. say I robbed the. So liquor hold store. on. I just want to say that Will only wants to go to the Chiefs game because he thinks he'll be close to Taylor Swift. True or false? Uh, oh, that's 50, true. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Oh, oh, only if it's go. warm though, right? Because I ain't gonna lie, I ain't going to no fucking Kansas City if it's cold. Oh god, here we go. I ain't going What's to any cold? fucking game if it's cold. What the fuck? Cold. What's cold? What's cold? I'm not going to any game if it's under 50 degrees. Hey, Drew, you was cold as shit at that. Uh, no, that I, was was drunk as shit. I was drunk as shit. I was fine. I'm smart. Hey, remember, hey, yo, hey, 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 Drew, remember that one white dude? Yo, I was like, bro, I know you cold. Yo, his cheeks was red as shit. He's like, no, I'm yeah. not cold. Bro, you was yeah. cold as shit. Hey, was he had no head on or nothing, man. He geeking. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. if you're trying to go somewhere warm, your road trip would be to SoFi Tampa. No, Tampa. Never cold there. I mean, whatever our road trip is gonna be, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be warm, like either Tampa, Tampa. Dallas. Doctor Tom wants us to come to Dallas. Okay, so Dallas is off the list. I'm not trying to hunt trans kids with Tom. <laughs> Let's go hang with Tom. <laughs> no, thank you. Tom fucking around gonna have us. That shit probably gonna be like a fucking uh pineapple yeah. express, not pineapple I'm, express hangover. Yeah, that I'm gonna, gonna be like fucking, hangover. I'm, I'm gonna have to see his man. I'm gonna have to see his man bun in person. I'm not sure about. No, thank you. Probably gonna, put, probably gonna put roofies on our cups and shit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. I'm not, not interested. No, thank you. Bye. Well, I'm gonna visit. Well, then. Oh, shit. Well, then. Before we get any more wild, that's gonna do it for this week's installment. We'll be back to discuss this, that, and the other and continue the path through the offseason. Maybe the scouting combine, whatever the fuck the. the, the the shorts, the t-shirt and shorts Olympics. But meanwhile, it's time for me to die. Oh! <laughs> I was so bad. There you go. So bad. Yep. Oh. Zone, zone 32. 32.